You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 119, and today I am so excited because I am interviewing one of the first graduates from the Utah Valley University event planning minor, which is now offered at the school I went to, and I'm just excited for you to listen to this conversation and be a little fly on the wall as two event planners in different places are able to bond and share our best tips and tricks that we have learned. Today's guest, before I introduce her, I actually thought it'd be super fun to talk about how we kind of came to know each other. So small world, um, she attended some Dirty Licious classes and I think found me through that and then reached out to me through Instagram. And so for those of you that are here and listen to the podcast, um, this is an event planning podcast, but you know, my other business with my business partner, Erica is dirty licious. And so it's kind of this crazy, like <laughs> where they kind of cross over. So I'm really excited that we were able to connect, um, today's guest, her name is Peyton Matthews, and she is the first round of graduates from the Utah Valley university event planning minor. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Yeah. I'm seriously so excited to have you as a guest just because for those of you that have followed me and know me, um, you know that I went to UVU, so it's my alma mater, but also like I went and the only hospitality management degree that they had nine years ago was culinary arts basically. And so I did the culinary program and I loved it. And I'm like, wait, what? They have an event planning major now? Like, that's so cool. So thank oh, you for so doing that. Oh. It's so exciting. Okay. So how did you get involved with event planning? Like what's your background? Like how did you even get there? I want to hear it all. So, I mean, like you shared, so I've been re-listening, I've been listening to all of your podcasts and you talk about how your mom used to throw these big parties and make the holidays so special. And it got me thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, my mom did that too. Like she had like this big tea party for me and everyone dressed up like classic oh, tea party and we had a pool party and like my mom just always did these big things and holidays like she made this super cute chimney out of um cardboard it was super it was painted so cute and it was something oh. we used every year she had these holiday parties and I was like oh my gosh listening to Chelsea's podcast I was like my mom did that like that's where I got like like oh yeah my mom like I love birthdays I love holidays and so like going into birthdays like birthdays are my favorite thing I love making people feel special so like we have little work parties I I work at Shill so we're not really like a, we're not a small company and my little freight team that I work with we have like we throw each other little birthday parties and it's I nothing okay so for those that are not familiar with Shields, how would you describe it Oh my gosh, it's a huge sporting goods store from everything, but it doesn't just have sporting goods stuff. It has women's fashion clothes, it has biking, it has every sport you could think of. It has hunting. It has and you guys, this store, I don't know if they're all like this, but the one in Utah has a Ferris wheel in the store, like a full-size yeah, Ferris wheel. And it's terrifying. <laughs> I've been on there and I'm like... <laughs> I know, it's crazy. So, I, how long, so you have worked there for how long? Uh, seven years in June. So oh my gosh, so like, it's been like your first job all the way through college. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's been good. I love it. It's given me some event experience. I have like, it's taught me customer service skills, like working with people and working with vendors. I did special orders for a little bit. So I'd place 
orders for items we didn't necessarily have. So I got to work with vendors and customers and relaying yeah. messages and things like that. So that's incredible awesome experience. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So first round of the event planning minor at UVU. Tell me about that. Oh, it was, so it was like last minute decision. I, my major is actually in criminal justice. So event planning was out of the blue. Like people- you know what's so funny. I have to tell you this. When I was in high school, I swore I wanted to do criminal justice as well. Yeah. And then I went to beauty school and it just never happened. <laughs> I know. Oh, we I have know. that in common too. That's oh, so crazy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're going to do criminal justice and then last minute you're like, ah, event planning sounds good. Like could not be more opposite, right? Could not be. I mean, there is a way to connect it, but, and so I tell a lot of people this when they're like, you're a criminal justice major and your minor's in event planning. I'm like, well, yeah, but a lot of police departments are switching to more com- community oriented. So they need people to plan community events. For you know what? That's actually quite brilliant. That's really so I'm like, it does work together. I that's not completely crazy. You know what's so funny? So I went to culinary school, right? And then uh-huh. my background is like beauty school. And yeah. they could not be more opposite. Like in culinary, you can't have fake nails, you can't have fake lashes, like constantly washing. You're wearing a hairnet for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, good, good choice, right? And then I became a professional <laughs> blogger and I was like, hey, good choice. Eh? <laughs> that's so funny. But, I took but it's so true. Like you can tie any of your interests oh, yeah. together and make it work for you. And I love exactly. that. I love that so much. Okay. Exactly. So I had Peyton send me the top. So how long is the program? Let's actually go through this. Tell me how long the program is. And then we're going to go through your top five things that you learned from event planning at UVU. So for right now, the minor is six classes. And so you have two electives you had to take, but the ones I took were interior design and culinary basics. So I did get a little culinary. It was nice. amazing class. I got to eat every night that we were oh there. And it was super awesome. Did you gain weight? I gained 15 pounds my first semester. Oh my gosh, I'm sure I did. I don't, I didn't weigh myself. I'm but like, I'm I sure have I no idea. Weight. We're eating butter and heavy cream in every oh meal. I have no idea. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. But so I took interior design, culinary basics. There were a couple marketing classes and then an event planning class and then a convention management class. Amazing. That's incredible. Did they have like a textbook or were they like, just like, we're just making this up as we go? So there is actually an event planning textbook. I shouldn't have it. It's in my car right now. Oh my gosh. I want this. Can you send me a picture? I like want to buy it. Oh yeah, definitely. I I will buy this book and I'm going to study it. I haven't returned it yet, but I was like, oh my gosh, why did I rent this? I should have bought this. Like this has such good information in it. Yes. I'm going to buy it. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) Like you don't even think like a lot of people think like, oh, I love throwing parties. And I always say like, if you throw parties and you're stressed out and hyperventilating, you are not doing it right. Because there's no need, like if you've reworked all the details in your mind and you have backup plans for your backup plans, man, event planning is such a pleasure and it's so much fun. Yes. Like I can't even wait to get into your five things because you cover (laughs) one of these things. Her number one thing is addressing this and we're going to save it to the end. So you got to (laughs) listen. So let's talk about these five points. Um, I love these so much because again, as someone who's just like, you know, pulling up her bootstraps and making this event planning business work for eight years. It's so refreshing to talk to somebody who actually has a degree in this and to say, okay, maybe we're not that different. Right. And I, I'm so excited and, and just thrilled that UVU offers this because I know so many people need it. They just need it. It's so great. So in uh, reverse order, number five, uh, the top things she loved learning from UVU's event planning program were creating a memorable experience for guests is so important. They may not remember the souvenir that they brought home that night, but they will always remember the happiness that they felt while attending the event. Tell, tell me more about that sentiment. 
I like all of my class, like my two classes that dealt with event planning, like I swear we could not have touched on the experience more. And then as you think about it, like the events you attend, like that's what you remember. Like you remember the song that you danced with with your friends or how cool the lights and made you feel or different things like that. Like, and really that's what it's about is that experience. You want your, your clients or the people attending your event to just have a good experience right when you walk through the door. And that's what they really like. They even talked about like when they're pre like signing up for the event or things like that. Like they want them to start having the good experience right from the beginning, all the way through leaving the event. Like they just, my professor could not have taught more on making sure the experience is good from start to finish. That's such a good point. I love that you mentioned like even from buying the ticket, like you could start, you know, what are some tips you have that you have either heard or implemented personally that have helped you create that memorable experience? And then is there like a process that you go through mentally when you're planning your event to make sure that you hit this point, like just home, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we started working with, so for my class, my event planning class, we had to, we were actually going to host an event. And so they were giving us hands-on experience from the beginning. And so we talked about like pre, like signing up for the RSV, like RSVPing to the event. Like we wanted the invitations to look good, to get the message across from the beginning that, Hey, this is a more classy event. We need you to dress up and just making sure that the information that we were sending out to the clients or the people attending were clear. Like this is where you're going to park when you sign in, or this is where you register. If you have any questions, just making sure. I mean, so not to let be me any get this straight. Let me get this straight real quick. So you didn't actually get to have the event because of COVID, right? Right. Yeah. It was supposed to be so healthy. Fill the details of like what the event was supposed to be and like the theme and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was going to be the UVU athletics award banquet. So we were going to have about 700 guests there. We were going to, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a huge event. And so I was just, at first it was like very overwhelming. And then we like took it step by step and it just turned out to be better. I mean, we couldn't actually host the event. So, but we had invitations picked up. I designed the invitations for the event, which was like, that's cool. Amazing. I mean, it would have been awesome to have them sent what out. What program did you use to design those? I used InDesign. Oh, nice. Yes. So I had a little bit of experience with that in high school because I was on the, I was an editor for the yearbook. Ah, very I cool. I had a little background. So I was like, that was nice. And then UVU gave every all the students free Adobe products. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to Oh yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. I love that. That's super, super important. And I feel like this is translatable, whether it's a huge banquet for a thousand people or a very small, intimate dinner party at home, you know, make it memorable. And those little touches and details are everything. They're everything. Like it was down to the little details where it was like matching what was on the invitations to the table decor and just making sure that theme was throughout the whole event. Like we had, we were split up into teams. And so just making sure we were hitting all those little details, making sure that registration was going to be a smooth process when the guests arrived and things like that. That's amazing. I love it. Okay. So number four, um, it's a stressful job and it's actually, it says here in parentheses, one of the top five most stressful jobs. Is that just like in general? (laughs) Yeah, it was. My professor pulled it up so many times. She was like, look at this list. It was either number three or number four that it was actually in the top five most stressful jobs in the country. 
Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And you have here in your notes, you know, it's important to find an activity or hobby outside of work that can help you de-stress and it's important for your mental health. And we, we talked about this in a class I took at UVU actually called the seven habits of highly effective people. Did you ever hear of that book by Stephen Covey or do they even have the class anymore? I think they do. I think I thought about taking it and it yeah, it was one of my electives. And one of the points, one of the habits is sharpen the saw and it's exactly this. It's like, find something that is rejuvenating for yourself that hones your own like you know person personal just like alone time and rebuilds you and keeps you sharp so that you can serve and give to others and I I would love to hear your thoughts on like things that you do to de-stress and what this means for you when you hear in context like oh by the way you're getting into literally a top five most stressful job ever I, when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But I was like, you know what? I don't stress a lot. I feel like it's something I could handle. I do well under stress. I can think through, I feel like I can take a step back and be like, okay, I'll be stressed for a minute. But then I take a step back and I'm like, it's really not that bad. We'll just take it step by step. And so I really have learned, I don't know if I've really learned anything. I just know that I can take myself out of situations and not be as stressed in the moment. I may complain for a minute be like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. But then I'm like, take a minute. I'm like, it's okay. It's all going to work out. So I, like I go to the gym. I came to Dirty Delicious a few times and I want to get back there. Like those are great ways for me to be able to de-stress and I like to craft a lot. I have a cricket, so I now oh, craft love constantly. I love that. I feel like every event planner needs a cricket, even if you're oh my not, gosh. Not doing it for your massive events, just like the little ones at home. It's so oh, yeah. much fun. That's it's so, so that's so good. And honestly, when it comes to events and stress, mm-hmm. I cannot I can't emphasize this point enough. Like the only stress I ever have when doing events now is when I'm not prepared. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go into event planning and they're like, it's gonna be great and I'll do this, I'll do that. And then they literally plan nothing. They oh. plan nothing. And then a week before their kid's birthday party, their husband's 40th, they're like, I need cake, I need this. I'm like, girlfriend, I am planning like six months to a year in advance yeah. for all yeah. of these events. And no matter how big or small, I'm like on the ball, like having those conversations. And it's crazy because we live here in Utah. And so, you know, this, like people will try to throw weddings together in like less than two, three months. And I'm like, how, how are you doing this? You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no kidding. You're stressed. Like there is so (laughs) much to do. So I don't know if you feeling like with your education, your background, if you can agree with this point or not, but if you have a plan and you're thinking through the steps and you're reworking them in your mind over and over every which way, like from the guest perspective, from your perspective, from the vendor perspective, there's no way that you're going to be as stressed out if you already know what's coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right to do list. Like that's what I do all the time. I'm like with school, with anything, I'd always just write a to do list and I'm like, okay. Yes. And then sublist, right? What do yeah. I need to do to make this thing happen? And who exactly. do I need to talk to? And a lot of times it's just starting the conversation and saying, Hey, I need a cake for this day. Can I get some yeah. prices and quotes, you know, literally, yeah. or I need catering for this day for this many people and just starting the process, not waiting yeah. till the night before. And you're like, I'm going to be up all night making sandwiches, yeah, you know, exactly. taking little steps to get yes. there. Like it shouldn't be done all in one night. If you take oh, little yeah. steps beforehand, then you're definitely not going to be stressed the night before an event or just feel super overwhelmed. And I mean, I think you could do that with anything in life, really. Like I've used that all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this coming up. Well, if I do this this week, then I won't feel stressed the following week when it's actually that time. And just making mental to-do lists or writing them down tends to take that stress away from me as well. Oh, that's amazing. It's so true though. Okay. So your next one kind of goes hand in hand with this because 
I've learned. So when I first started events, I was really stressed out. And the reason was because I tried to do everything myself. Like I was going to do all the food. I was going to do the cake. I'm going to do all the decorations. I'm going to do the photography. (laughs) It was a disaster. It was a disaster. And so this next one, building a network is so important. The network of event planners, vendors is the most helpful thing you can do for your career. And I'm like, preach, preach, preach. I can't even tell you when I started throwing together events for other people and realizing like there's 200 people coming to this, 300 people like I physically cannot do it all. And I just get to be the organizer. It's like, you work your magic here, you work your magic there. You know, like it is a game changer and an event planner is really like in my mind, sorry, I'm like taking over this one. Cause I just, I'm like, I'm looking for your validation. I'm like, does this sound right? Like, did you learn this? Oh, at yeah. college? Did you you right this? I... <laughs> so, so <I'm> like, <laughs> the event planner is kind of like the general contractor of this beautiful house you're building. They're not the one that's like doing the plumbing and doing the electrical and doing the framing. They hire all of those out and they just coordinate all to make sure it all comes together. Yeah, exactly. Am I right? Okay. Cause that's, that's how I've evolved. I've like totally changed up how I do event planning and that's like my new MO. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's why like there are floors because they know Florent. They know floral. Like I could say, I mean, it's super cool and I would love to learn. Like I want to know things in different areas, but I definitely know like you can't do it all by yourself. You need your team. You need your army where, you know, and helping mm-hmm. you get through the event. The florist is going to do what they're going to do. They're going to meet with you, talk with you and make sure to get the right image and whatever, but they're going to do what they do best. Yes, that's so true. And I cannot say this enough, but those relationships are vital for being a successful event planner. Because at the end of the day, if the event doesn't work out, if somebody doesn't come through, it's your head on the chopping block. And that's how it should be. That's how it works. And that's part of where the stress comes from. So when you start finding people who are reliable, who are early, not even on time, who are affordable and like go above and beyond for you. Oh, yeah you start to use those same people over and over and give those people opportunities because you're like, you know what? They always come through. They're always dependable. Yeah. And we have speakers come to our class and she's a florist in Utah County, the blushing rose, something like that. I probably butchered her name, but she talked about how important having those relationships with the event planner, with like just building that team and even having different friends who are florists. Like she's like, they've helped me on different events. Like they're more than happy to come help me when I'm doing a really big event and I need more backup. So I just like relationships are so important. And it's so true. It's so true. I like, I'm like, amen to that. Preach, preach. preach. (laughs) Okay. So number two that you have here is you wear many hats as an event planner, knowing things in every aspect of event planning from audio to catering can be so helpful. Also, you may be a therapist or a seamstress from time to time. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like So true. Whatever the job calls for. And I feel like, again, this is building off of like, yes, you have your vendors, but then sometimes somebody walks through and like literally like knocks over a flower arrangement and you're down a flower arrangement. So now you're like, and you just like make it work. Yes. Tell me more about this. So I just like my professor always, she was my last professor I had in my event planning class. And she just always talked about, she's like, I have this toolkit. It has needles. It has sewing needles. It has everything you could think of, she put it on her last presentation. She's like, you take this toolbox, you fill a toolbox with this stuff, whatever you want to put it in, and you bring it to every event. And she's like, and I can tell you, you're going to use most of this stuff 
uh, 90% of the time. And I'm going to try and pull up this list. Really oh my gosh. I'm like, can you send it to me? I think we should put it in the description of this podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Put it in the link in the bio. I bet there's like thread and needles and duct tape and um, yeah. glue and like yeah, I screenshotted it. And like all kinds, you wouldn't even believe, like you wouldn't even believe bottle openers, like all the most random stuff like you just need. And it's yeah. so funny because I've never really thought of it. I just have like my emergency packing list of like lint rollers and, and this and that. And, and it's so true. And I have even said this in my course, the party planner Academy that like, you really want to be like these people's confidant and friend because it's such a stressful thing. They think they're stressed out during the event. You're like, right, right. But you still have to take that on and like give them reassurances. Like it's all under control. I've got yeah. it. So that when you have the event, you can blow their mind. And I think part of that is being open in your communication and setting the expectations at a place where you can easily exceed. I yeah. think sometimes event hunters, they shoot themselves in the foot where they're like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be this. And there's going to be flying unicorns. It's like, you can't provide freaking flying unicorns. Yeah, of course. Did you watch the documentary on the fire festival? Oh I my gosh. Like, yes. That is yes, that, what you just said. To yes, yes exactly. Don't be fire festival, you guys. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Watching Say that what it is. And if they would have just been honest, it probably would have been fine. Oh, if yeah. they would have said like, we're going to do this like kind of retro camping thing and these like tents, people would have been like, all right. I mean, they probably still would have come. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have been honest. Have been this whole like beaches and bikinis and swimming yeah. with pigs and jet skis and people that. People are going to stay so on weird. yachts and it's going to be, oh my right? gosh. Like, that was mind blowing. I was like, oh it was crazy. Yeah, that exactly. Exactly. That's a huge what not to do. As an oh event my planner. gosh. Okay. What were the top <laughs> things on the list that you were like, I wouldn't have even thought of this for the emergency toolbox? Oh yes. Yeah. So she had, uh, she had motorist assistant, flat tire repair and jumper cables. I mean, who would oh. think? Whoa. Like, that's really good. Screwdriver, flashlights, calculator is on here. Like extension mm -hmm. cord. Well, that one probably makes more sense. Yeah. You always need more, right? Yeah, you always Never. need more. Like, okay. We're totally adding this list to the description yeah. of this podcast episode because that is such a valuable <laughs> gold nugget. If you took nothing else away from this, that list would be invaluable. And it's so funny because like I said, those things that you mentioned, I'm like, yeah, I'm always, I have my own, like my husband's very yeah. handy. And yeah. he, with all my dance parties and events, he's like, you need your own. So I have my own extension cords and nice. I'm so like in it to win it that yeah. I don't even buy normal extension cords. I always <laughs> buy, this is a tip. I always buy the three splitter. So it's like one extension cord that gives oh. me three as an outlet. And I have maybe that like in my event planning stuff, six of those, just oh, because man. I'm like, you That's always so need more. You yeah, always exactly. need more. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there's a little Chelsea tip for you guys. I'm you write that one down for myself too. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Number one, I love this so much, is that things are going to go wrong. Not like if something goes wrong. Things are going to <laughs> going go wrong. It's the nature of the beast. It's yes. the nature of the beast. And so oh, yeah. when they go wrong, just remember, it's out of your control. You have to be quick on your feet. You can't let your client like stress about it. And you have to plan all those little details and have that emergency toolbox ready so that even the simplest of tasks, um, you can resolve it. And it just makes the biggest difference because I feel like a good event planner makes the event go off without a hitch and the, um, host or the, the person putting it on has no idea about all the little problems that happen. Oh yeah, totally. They have no idea. 
you'd be like, oh yeah, everything was great. It was perfect. Like, oh, it was gosh. perfect. Yeah. yeah, I wish it was all perfect. <laughs> and then in the back of your mind, you're like, put out that fire, put out that fire, put out that fire. Yeah. You tell me a story about this and then I'll tell you a story about this that I have about things going wrong and crazy out of your control. Oh man. I mean, I haven't really had too many event experiences, but I mean, I've done little baby showers and it just seems like every little thing was going wrong with it. It was like, oh my gosh, we're not going to have enough food. More people are showing up the way fat. And it was just me and my friend planning it. I mean, at the time I was like, yeah, this is something I want to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's insane. It was like, we're trying to find, it was a so we did a book, like storybook. So the theme was storybook. So we had a story matching each food item we had. So we oh, had like, pink lemonade and it was some children's book about lemonade. And we had, so it was like trying to find all these books. And I was like, oh my gosh, we got to get all these books to match the food. And it was just, I mean, nothing terribly went wrong. It went, the lady we were hosting it for, she loved it. She's like, oh my gosh, this was the most amazing thing. But it was just like all the little things were like, it was just like my first experience of really hosting a party and it was like and you're like whoa so much is going into this I was like oh my gosh but I loved it and my friend was like I hate this she's like I never want to do this again and I was like oh yeah I yeah that's was this before your um choice to get your minor in event planning yeah that's right like I love this I think I'm gonna get this as like an official thing I was like because the minor wasn't a thing then. And so I was like, uh, pass my associates, can't get my associates in event planning. The only way I can do that is if I go back in my education. And so I was like, I don't know what, I, like, how am I going to learn all of these steps and what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden this minor came up and I'm like, oh my gosh, can I oh my gosh. a better time? It's so true. It's so true. So I have a couple of stories. They're all oh, from yeah. the same I'm, event. So here. some tips, some nuggets for you guys, <laughs> if you can pull this off. So I'm lucky enough to work with a pretty big person here in Utah that does this big summer event every year. And because it's so big, I needed to recruit and have a lot of people who wanted to come help. And two of the people, one specialized in like wedding arches and the other specialized oh. in balloon arches. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need photo booths. And I only needed one photo booth, but because I had never worked with either of these ladies before, I decided to have them both come and do two photo booths, like one each. And I was like, if someone's late, if someone doesn't fall, come through, fall through, but like, it's fine. I've got it. They ended up both being amazing and blowing my mind. And I think I'm going to use them like every single time. And they were like, this is the best. Thank you so much. And like, so awesome. it just ended up being the best thing. Okay. So that was like a good story of planning oh for something to go wrong. And it didn't <laughs> the same event. One of the food trucks, their battery died. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh snap. Like they can't, they can't make their food. Like they need that to like run their griddle yeah. and stuff. Oh and so God. we had to have somebody come in and I, I like didn't have jumper cables. That was not on my emergency. <laughs> not just that, but my car was parked at a church parking lot, like where I had to ride a limo to the oh event. My gosh. So I'm like, I can't even get the ones in my car. So I was like, I had assistance. And I'm like, I need jumper cables. So we found a guy in a truck and he backed his truck in and like jumped this food truck. And the, literally the, the people throwing the party had no idea. And oh it was gosh, just like, amazing. it was going to be the end of the world because I mean, think it was a food source. Like we can't die. serve cold meat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, who would have thought? And so just kind of getting that all organized and like moving other people all the way and putting it all yeah. back together and just like, they had no idea. It was like the most stressful thing ever. And then here's my third one, the same event. Every oh. time I have flower arrangements, anytime I always order two extra, always, always. And it's just because I'm like, if one breaks, mm -hmm. if one falls over in the middle of the party, it, it's just one of those things. I'm like, you always have an extra so that if it crashes and burns, you can be like, 
boop, no big deal. Right. Same thing with linens. It's like the same kind of principle. You always have a few extra. Don't ever have just enough. And you just, you know, you lay it out and you're like, there you go. Nothing ever happened. No big deal. Right. There was no spill. It's always been clean. So it's like those little things that you learn along the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. This was so fun. Your list was amazing. I feel like I couldn't have written a better list. And I know that people listening are definitely taking away some very big golden nuggets. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. It's my pleasure. I'm like, I had so much fun. I'm so glad that we connected. Me too. Oh my gosh. I was so happy. Like, I really honestly can't tell you, you messaging me back. I was like, oh my gosh, like the balls are rolling. I'm getting some contacts. And then I was like, yes. I was just just couldn't have been at a better time because this quarantine thing has been so hard for me. And I know so many event planners are feeling that like, we're literally the last ones that are going to be able to do what we do. Oh yeah. And it was so hard just being this fresh graduate where I'm like, I'm going to be an event planner. And it was like, "Mm, (laughs) yeah. And it was just so being able to talk to you and everything has just been so good. And it's like, yeah, events are going to go on. Things are going to get better. And it just feels so good to be able to talk to you and, be on here and everything. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. It's my pleasure. Well, I would love for you to tell us where we can find you and follow you and see what you're up to and connect with you. Oh, I would love that. So my Instagram is at Peyton J. So my name spells a little funny, little Utah spelling for you. P-A-Y-N-T-O-N and then J-A-Y-Y. Peyton J. Perfect. Okay. Um, and Instagram's the best way to follow you and See what you're up to? Okay, perfect. That is the best. This has been such a pleasure. I can't wait to do this again. I'm sure we're going to hear more from you here. But um, I would love to. (laughs) Yes, I'm like, (laughs) we're not done here. We're definitely going to get this on. But thank you again for being here. And we'll get to you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) 